into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studio on this Wednesday. I'm Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, I'm your host. And I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators, and the Intel Edge that you need to succeed is available with the Ashton team. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. That's where you go for the best in the car buying business. Two Rivers Ford since 1983. Put Two Rivers Ford on your team today. And Superbook Sports, an incredibly clean and efficient to use sports book app. The latest sports book, the newest sports book to go live here in the state of Tennessee and matching your first bet up to $1,000. Check out the Superbook Sports app today. So, in looking at the latest news on Deshaun Watson, the NFL has decided to appeal. They had the deadline of tomorrow to go on and uh, to go on and to continue to find ways to make sure that they feel Deshaun Watson uh, suffers the necessary punishment based on the findings of the independent arbitrator, Sue L. Robinson, who did in the five cases that she was presented. Remember, it's not the biggest number that we've heard, 66, which is the amount of massage, quote-unquote, interactions that Deshaun Watson had in basically a 17-month span. It's not 24, which is the amount of civil suits that Deshaun Watson, at its height, ultimately had. It's not 30, which is the amount of women that the Houston Texans settled with, a number greater than had actually filed civil suit against Deshaun Watson. Five cases were presented to Sue L. Robinson. And basically what Sue L. Robinson, if you haven't read the opinion yet, I really would recommend that you do so. But if you haven't read it yet, she basically said, yeah, he did this. But based on the precedent of previous NFL punishments, to go anywhere beyond six games would be unreasonable based on the precedent that you guys... Goodell and the ownership prior to this being the process that they go through. Because remember this part, this process is new. This is collectively bargained. And this is the part of the new CBA. This is the first test run for the independent arbitration situation. So now the NFL is saying, no, I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to sit down and take a six game suspension. They believe uh, as according to my buddy, Jonathan Jones at CBS, At J. Jones 9, the NFL is seeking an indefinite suspension of at least one year for Deshaun Watson, sources confirmed, just as the league had at the start. So Roger Goodell says, yeah, we'll appeal. And as a part of the CBA, Roger Goodell gets to pick the person who hears the appeal. One would think that that would put Goodell in an advantageous position to get his appeal processed properly to get his appeal actually put into action, to have a longer suspension. Goodell wants a full season minimum with the the qualifier of indefinite on there. So ultimately, at the end of the day, this was negotiated power away from Roger Goodell, and he still came back and said, yeah, you know what, we can't can't have this. Uh, We're going to still fight against the process that we agreed to in the first test run of this thing. And the NFLPA is looking around like, oh, Well, I appreciate you kind of sticking to your side of the bargain and accepting the ruling as we said that we would, because of course, obviously they would accept a ruling of six games on behalf of Deshaun Watson for all of these things that he is found in the reporting of Sue L. Robinson to have done. 
not guilty in a criminal court, not, you know, not guilty in the, in the uh, United States justice system, but by the independent arbitrator found to have done these things based on the evidence. And at this point, um, that's the kind of situation that they're in. Knockdrop says you missed the two rivers Ford thing. You know, I haven't, I just haven't done it yet. Take a breather. It's okay. I'll get there. I got time. I'm only, I'm not even seven minutes into the show. You know, you, you don't want, there's no foreplay involved. You want to go straight to it. It's a, it's either I've, I'm doing too many endorsements during the show, or now you guys are reminding me that I may have missed one. What the hell? You can't make everybody happy. You just, you can't make everybody happy. What are you going to do? Okay. So let's do the two rivers Ford take since clearly you're so desperate for it. I was getting you there. Don't worry. I, it's not like I forgot two rivers Ford take in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. This is the question that we pose to you each and every night. It's presented by our friends at two rivers Ford scale of one to 10. How surprised were you to see the NFL appeal the Deshaun Watson ruling? Give me your response. We'll talk about it together. Um, and we, you will hear from Dan Lust, who is a, uh, sports and entertainment law lawyer who uh, works in the sports broadcasting industry. Dan is our go-to guy on all things legalese. And you'll hear a clip the, of the interview that he did when we were out at Titans practice yesterday, talking about the initial ruling on Deshaun Watson of six games, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how surprised were you to see, uh, the NFL appeal that Sean Watson rule. You give me your number. We'll talk about it together. And in the meantime, I'll tell you about two rivers Ford. two rivers Ford is the best place because they pride themselves on customer service. They want to make sure that no matter how it is that you want to purchase your vehicle or what kind of vehicle that you want to purchase new pre-owned built for you already on the lot, whatever you want to do two rivers Ford wants it to, wants it to be as easy as humanly possible as pain-free. That's why their sales staff doesn't work on commission because they want you to feel no pressure throughout the car buying experience. They win customer service award, uh, customer service award after customer service award year after year being in business for over or nearly 40 years, not quite over 40 years, 40 years coming up for two rivers, but being in business for nearly 40 years, they know how to operate with honesty and integrity to make sure that their customers get exactly what they want. So do what I did, do the built for you program, or go check out any of their inventory at tworiversford.com. Producer Reed is giggling at something in the background. Uh, A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studio. Uh, Check out the odds boost that they have for you in the Superbook Sports app. Reed is giggling about something. I'm sure I'll stumble upon it once I get into the comments uh, here on A to Z Sports Primetime. But I've asked you, how surprised were you to see the NFL appeal? Orlando was not surprised. Neither was Corey D. Jackson or James Colwell on Facebook Live. Elizabeth George was surprised. She says a 7 out of 10. She didn't think that the NFL uh, had the stones to go for it. And I don't necessarily think it's that brave of a position. I think it's if you want to show any care at all to female football fans, this is exactly what you have to do. Uh, but all of this is, it's kind of an interesting situation. Now I'll be honest. I was kind of surprised to see the NFL appeal. I would say that I was probably just to go above average. I was probably, a a, a six out of 10. I was surprised that the NFL actually went through with this because I could see a situation that presented itself where it's in the best business interest of the league to get to Sean Watson out on the field to have him 
come back for week seven on the road. Monday, I believe it's a Monday night football game against the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar versus Deshaun, the first AFC North rivalry game for Deshaun. Deshaun's return to football, as gross as as it is, it would be must-see television, which is exactly what the league is looking for because television, good television ratings mean big ad revenue dollars, and big ad revenue dollars mean happy television networks. So... Looking at this situation for Deshaun, I was surprised to see the appeal actually come about. But in this instance, um, it feels like the momentum was very much on the side of the league, even as they still might end up in federal court. And to hear my buddy Dan Lust, the sports attorney, talk about this yesterday on the radio show, um, he felt that the, the original punishment was not nearly strong enough. Dan, yesterday the ruling from uh, retired Judge Sue L. Robinson coming down in the Deshaun Watson NFL personal conduct situation. Uh, six games, no additional fines outside of losing the money from the six games, the six game checks that he'll miss. The NFLPA saying that they planned not to appeal on behalf of Deshaun Watson and challenging the NFL to do the same. What did you make of the ruling and the situation that's come since? So, uh, unintentionally, I found myself in, in somewhat of a hot take situation. I, I read the opinion, and, and you know, in my world, I read a lot of decisions. That's what we do as lawyers. We try to figure out, you know, in any, any one case that, that we have, we look back towards past precedent and what a judge might have decided or what a particular court or a higher court decided. So you can read any number of decisions. You kind of know where the judge is going, you know, a page or two in, and then you can kind of skip to the bottom and see the conclusion. Uh, and then obviously you're going you know, to read the space in between. You, you read Judge Robinson's decision. Really the first two-thirds of that opinion seems like she's going to come with the hammer to right. Watson. She finds that the NFL has established their burden to show that Watson engaged in sexual assault with four different women, that he posed a, a, you know, a, some degree of harm to these women, um, you know, and that the, he made the league look bad from a, from a PR perspective, right? So the NFL has satisfied their burden, yet she goes with a punishment six games, which is akin to what, you know, a guy like Zeke Elliott got, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, different types of allegations. Um, but I, I, I was ready for the hammer, and then I see six games, and that was surprising. So, you know, my little – mean it to be a hot take, but I, I really think Judge Robinson planned to issue a larger suspension – but then kind of chickened out and kind of, you know, took a little bit of a U-turn for whatever reason. But I, I read an opinion that looked like it was going towards the hammer and then for whatever reason veered off track. See, that's fascinating. <laughs> so Reed was telling me that I had a, a funny reaction when uh, Dan Lust dropped the line about Sue L. Robinson chickening out. Uh, Lucas Panzeca, my radio producer, is sitting there um, on site with me. He goes to training camp with me every day uh, to continue to do executive produce the show. And then we've got a board op back in the studio and Will Bowling's out there and Kirby's there to make sure that everything, basically it takes five people to put on my radio show um, on a regular basis. And because I'm uh, because I'm uh, an infant, they need to babysit all of me, but uh, they all need to babysit me rather. But Dan Lust, when he said that Sue L. Robinson chickened out, I don't ever hear Dan give opinions that strong. Dan is a lawyer. Dan is specifically trained not to go over the top, not to speak out of turn, not put words out into the universe that could be potentially weaponized against him, right? He's a lawyer. And so when Dan said chickened out, 
I looked around. I, you know, I'm watching practice there while Dan's talking to me. I'm processing the words while I'm watching uh, all these, uh, all these, you know, one-on-one reps take place in front of me. And then when he gets to the point where he says Sue L. Sue L. Robinson chicken down, I'm like, damn. Dan is taking a stronger position on this than probably 80% of the people that I've seen breaking it down and dissecting it. And nobody's more qualified to have the opinion that Dan had than Dan because he's an actual lawyer and understands the process that Sue L. Robinson has just gone through. It's uh, it's really interesting. And the league is going to have its hands full um, because now the NFLPA will likely sue them in federal court over the league's decision to appeal. This is uh, the whole thing that they had catfights in the streets about when they were negotiating the last collective bargaining agreement. Now Roger can just say, yeah, I don't like the outcome. I'm going to appeal it, and I get to pick the person who I appeal it to, which is kind of crazy. But anyway, um, scale of 1 to 10, how surprised were you that the league appealed? I was I was a 6 out of 10. I was I was genuinely surprised that they actually went through with it. Now we'll see how far that process goes. Let's talk about how many games we think Deshaun Watson is actually going to miss because I've seen some new information. In fact, Puka, who's uh, who typically watches the show on YouTube, has just DM'd me some relevant information to the amount of time that Deshaun Watson might end up missing. So he's got six games minimum. How many more games do you think Deshaun Watson's going to miss? How many total games do you think Deshaun misses in the 2022 season? You uh, guys give me your answer, and we'll talk about it together in the comments, wherever it is that you are watching the show. And while you do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. That's GaryAshton.com. That's the best in the business. That's the Intel edge that you need to succeed with the Ashton team. That Intel helps you sell your home without any showings or stagings. It helps you find your next home while the Nashville real estate market is still red hot. It helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity now. All of these things is what the Ashton team is going to do for you and with you to make sure you understand every step of the process so you feel confident and comfortable in your next real estate purchase or in the process of selling your home for more. And you can only sell your home for more at GaryAshton.com. So how many games do we think Deshaun Watson's going to end up missing? Because there was some reporting on this from Tom Pelissero, uh, Tom Pelissero earlier this afternoon, kind of detailing the NFL's process. And since then, Albert Breer has put out a number as far as how many games are being discussed for Watson to actually miss. Well, first of all, the NFL Players Association now has two days to respond to the appeal, which was filed a short time ago by the NFL. Had the NFL not appealed this, Scott, that would have been it. The six-game suspension would have kicked in. Deshaun Watson would have missed the first six games, and the entire situation from the NFL's front in terms of their disciplinary process would have been over. By filing this appeal, this now sets up a very real possibility that this is going to go beyond the appeal and potentially end up in federal court. But that is going to be determined in part by what happens with the appeal process. This is a new disciplinary process from the 2020 collective bargaining agreement. It has not been put in place before. Roger Goodell can handle the appeal himself or he can designate someone else to hear the appeal. If the suspension ends up getting increased, which remember, the NFL wanted a minimum one-year suspension, 
with a possibility for reinstatement thereafter. If the if Roger Goodell or his designee increase the suspension, then the NFL Players Association has already filed their fired their warning shot. They put out the statement calling on the NFL not to do this, not to file the appeal, whatever the decision by Sue L. Robinson, the former federal judge and jointly appointed disciplinary officer, ended up yielding. It's a six-game suspension. By filing this appeal and the possibility it gets increased, that brings up the very real possibility that the NFL Players Association could end up, after the appeal, filing a federal lawsuit, bringing up all sorts of things they argued in the appeal, including the conduct of NFL owners that had not been subject to similar disciplinary scale in a federal court setting. This could go months into the season, Scott, and in the meantime, as part of any federal lawsuit, they could also file for a temporary restraint order that would keep Deshaun Watson on the field until that court case is complete. Okay. So that's, it's a lot of information, but Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network detailing it um, earlier this afternoon. It looks like they're broadcasting from Brown's camp uh, with Sean Watson doing drills in the background. Um, so this is what the, how many games do you think he'll end up missing for, uh, for Derek uh, or rather for uh, Orlando? He says got to be 16 now so uh more than double the amount all but one game so if you're going to suspend him 16 though Orlando wouldn't you just suspend him for the 17th as well um now why appeal only to add four more four more games it's a good question why would you appeal only to add four more games because that's the number being tossed around um 12 why would 12 games make the most sense for Deshaun Watson well Albert Breer and Charles Robinson uh Albert, who works for Sports Illustrated, and Charles Robinson uh, over at Yahoo, they have both corroborated the reporting that the NFL doesn't want Deshaun Watson playing in the Cleveland versus Houston game. In Houston, that game will be played in week 12. That is where the 12-game suspension comes from. The NFL does not want the optics of Deshaun Watson taking the field less than a year after all this has gone down for the Cleveland Browns. They would prefer that it be, we, you know, 12-game suspension. It's more than, well, it is double what the, uh, what the independent arbitrator brought down. It's not a full season, so it's a compromise for Watson, but the NFL avoids the PR hit of Watson on the field for the Browns in Houston playing against the Texans where all of these um, sexual assault cases were, in the case of five, found by Sue L. Robinson, committed, in the case of 24, um, accused of committing, and 23 of those have since settled. Not a sign of guilt outright, not an admission of guilt, but a sign that these women were compensated for wrongs that were done to them. Uh, something to keep in mind. Settlement is not innocent. Settlement is not guilty, but settlement is not innocent either. Uh, so yes, Charles Robinson saying correct from Albert Breer. Have also heard from sources that the NFL and Roger Goodell specifically doesn't want playing, doesn't want Watson playing in the Houston game in Week 12, which lines up with the league previously circle, circling a 12-game suspension in very limited settlement talks. So the league wanted indefinite. They said, what are we prepared to settle for? The settlement agreement was 12 games because it would take the Houston game for Cleveland off the table. 
And then who who knows when the next time the Browns and the Texans would play, but at least they wouldn't have to deal with it in year one. Um, the NFL wouldn't. So that 12 games is what I think it ends up being. That's that's kind of the the place that we are seeing this trend. Um, Colton Bradley Tate on Facebook Live says this guy kept doing what he did over and over again and over and over again, not just once or twice. Uh, kids look up to athletes like this. It makes him look terrible and makes the NFL look bad. 24 plus cases is ridiculous to just have a six game suspension. I don't disagree with you, Colton. And in fact, that was something that I was talking about on the radio show today. Um, because it's just, it's, it sends such a bad message to female fans, female sports fans, first and foremost, but also to victims of of assault like this and their willingness to come forward this does not this decision does not encourage people to come forward when they feel that they have been wronged in a situation like so many so many women with Deshaun Watson felt like they were wronged this does not ultimately encourage that yes there were settlements we don't know how substantial they are we may never know the details on this because I assume with the settlements came non-disclosure agreements. Um, hopefully this time around, not provided to Watson by the Houston Texans, but still there's a lot of this that you have to take into consideration and the, and the, the ripple effect of it, even, even the initial six game suspension. Um, again, I, I want you guys to hear this clip from the lawyer. Cause it's not, it's not me just having an opinion about this. This is a legally trained individual who understands the CBA and understands the process that Sue L Robinson just went through. And what Dan Lust said yesterday on the radio show was, yeah, she chickened out. Dan, yesterday the ruling from uh, retired Judge Sue L. Robinson coming down in the Deshaun Watson NFL personal conduct situation. Uh, Six games, no additional fines outside of losing the money from the six games, the six game checks that he'll miss. The NFLPA saying that they planned not to appeal on behalf of Deshaun Watson and challenging the NFL to do the same. What did you make of the ruling and the situation that's come since? So, uh, unintentionally, I found myself in, in somewhat of a hot take situation. I, oh. I read the opinion, and you know, in my world, I read a lot of decisions. That's what we do as lawyers. We try to figure out, you know, in any, any one case that, that we have, we look back towards past precedent and what a judge might have decided or what a particular court or a higher court decided. So you can read any number of decisions. You kind of know where the judge is going, you know, a page or two in, and then you can kind of skip to the bottom and see the conclusion. Uh, and then obviously you get to, you know, read the space in between. You, you read Judge Robinson's decision. Really the first two-thirds of that opinion seems like she's going to come with the hammer to right. Watson. She finds that the NFL has established their burden to show that Watson engaged in sexual assault with four different women, that he posed a, a, you know, a some degree of harm to these women, um, you know, and that he, he made the league look bad from a, from a PR perspective, right? So the NFL has satisfied their burden, yet she goes with a punishment six games, which is akin to what, you know, a guy like Zeke Elliott got, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, different types of allegations. Um, but I, I, I was ready for the hammer, and then I see six games, and that was surprising. So, you know, my little – mean it to be a hot take, but I, I really think Judge Robinson planned to issue a larger suspension – but then kind of chickened out when kind of, you know, took a little bit of a U-turn for whatever reason. But I, I read an opinion that looked like it was going towards the hammer and then for whatever reason veered off track. See, that's fascinating. 
Pretty interesting stuff from Dan Lust. I'd go listen to that full. I mean, you know, I'm biased because I did the interview and Dan's really good. But I'd go check out the uh, I'd go check out the full interview if I was you um, on the radio show's podcast page. Or you can go check it out on YouTube because we live stream the radio show each and every day. Okay, Buck Rising's burner in the YouTube chat. Hmm, this is interesting. I'm reading my own burner account. If Deshaun Watson plays even one snap this season, then the NFL has let down every woman on the planet. It it does send a uh, a particularly gross message, I think. Um, and you know, it's 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 not lost on me the irony of the burner account of that burner account saying something that I very much agree with. I very much do agree uh, that that is something that is a sentiment that would that would be easily found. Now, listen, I I cannot I cannot speak for the aggrieved party here. I'm not a woman. I've never dealt with sexual assault um, personally in, in, in my life or in any of my friends' lives. Um, fortunately that I can, that I can think of. Um, I have, you know, I don't work in, in the massage industry, um, or in a spa or I I don't really, I know, you know, I've gone to spas and things like that, but I don't know anybody personally who works in that industry. So I can't say from the perspective of, of the alleged victims that yes, I understand how badly this must feel, but just looking at it optically, you can look, you can, you can just have some humanity about it and say, uh, and say, I mean, of course it would feel rotten. It would feel absolutely rotten. If you are somebody who works in the industry that was just victimized, you're a woman who's a sports fan and you want to watch NFL games and you turn on an NFL game and you're a Cleveland fan. And there's Deshaun Watson, who is accused of um, in some form or fashion, having inappropriate contact with up to 66 of your colleagues of your industry colleagues. Not great, not great by a mile. So how many, uh, how many games does he end up missing? I think 12, just for the optics of the uh, of not playing the Houston game. All right, Mike Henry or Derek Vrabel? Or Mike Henry or Derek Vrabel? That's how you know it's the end of the show. I am officially tired yet. It's it's hit me. I've uh, the, Today was my day off. Uh, the Titans didn't have practice today, so today was my light day. All I had was radio, the Cosell podcast, and, and primetime today. So I, uh, I'm clearly in need of the day off for practice, but we're back on the training camp field tomorrow for the radio show by the way the guest i'm very excited about well i'm excited about a couple of things one a to z sports has a big announcement tomorrow um that is going to be done on the morning show with austin and zach so you should be tuned into that um i am having a guest who is involved in the announcement of the a to z sports plans um on the radio show tomorrow at 12 20 but in addition to all of that mis- mystery and excitement I'm having Randy Bullock on the radio show. I've just received confirmation that uh, the one they call Fat Randy, the savior of Titans kicking, he will be my guest on the radio show after practice tomorrow. So I'm hyped. Um, I guess I'm going to have to ask Randy how he feels about the nickname. So it's either, and I'm probably going to do it off the top. So it's either going to be the best Randy interview ever, or it's going to be over after the first question. Because he's going to look at me and be like, bleep you, dude. Don't call me Fat Randy. So now I'm scared, but I think it's going to be great. We'll find out tomorrow. I'm, I'm, but I'm like legitimately excited. 
I also may have sent a text to two other specialists who uh, work in direct conjunction with Randy Bullock. And I might have, I might have lobbied for a specialist three-way tomorrow on the radio show. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to get weird, but I know that Randy's going to be there and I'm, I'm excited about it. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, if, if the fat Randy question goes poorly, I could just be like, Hey Randy, no, I'm, I'm fatter than you. I'm, I mean, I'm probably, hell, I've stood next to Randy in the, in, in a press conference setting. Randy's, I probably got two inches on Randy height wise. And certainly I'm heavier than him. And he's not fat. Like he's not fat. He's just not, you know, sculpted from marble Greek God, Derek Henry. (laughs) He's just a kicker. Uh, but yes, potentially a specialist three-way, um, and the very minimum, Dirty Randy Bullock. So I'm excited about that. I don't. I don't know this man at all. I'm kind of. You know, I'll call him Dirty Randy Bullock. I'm calling him Fat Randy. Like this could be the most wholesome and and wonderful person in the world. And yet I am incredibly excited to talk to Randy. Uh, Astro with Eric says it's it's a three. If if it's a three way, Buck, are you in the middle? Um. Well, no. It's the tripod, right? Or at least that's what they used to call themselves when it was Bo. Uh, Bo. Oh, damn it. Why am I blanking on Bo the long snapper's last name? I loved Bo. What, what is Bo's last name? This is going to drive me crazy. But with Ryan Sucka, Bo Brinkley. Bo Brinkley. Thank you, producer Reed. Always there for me. Bo from Missouri with the uh, Casey's gas station pizza habit. Uh, Bo loves Casey's gas station pizzas because he's from that part of the country where there are, uh, where there, those are a delicacy, but Ryan Suckup, Brett Kern and Bo Brinkley, that's what they used to call themselves. In fact, there were t-shirts made about the Tennessee tripod, right? So this is the new one. So we'll see if Morgan Cox and Brett Kern are a part of the interview. Um, at the, at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, we will have Randall Bullock. I hope his full name is Randall. I'm excited. Anyway, <laughs> who you got in their prime Mike, Vrabel or Derrick Henry. I had to think about that very slowly. Unique New York, right? Sound it out. Okay. Um, (laughs) Because that's the question that they were asking both Vrabel and Derrick on the NFL Network yesterday. Derrick, I wanted you to end with this. I'm going to ask Mike the same thing. I know he was a great player in his past. Mm -hmm. Fourth and two, he got you lined up in the hole. (laughs) Do you get the first down? Or, or does does he get you down? Oh, definitely get the first down. I, I always <laughs> always talk trash to him, tell him that I wish I could line up against him. You know when he plays, especially when he was with the Patriots, because I didn't like the Patriots at the time. But um, I like my chances always. Mike, uh, we just had Derek on set, and so I asked him, <laughs> "You in your prime? You got him lined up, fourth and two in the hole. Does he get the first down, or do you get the stop?" Oh, he'd probably fall forward for the first down. <laughs> he'd, uh, he'd outrun me for sure. I don't know. Get to the he, he would definitely, he would, he would definitely outrun me like he has a lot of other guys. Yeah, yeah he said, he said it'd be a fun matchup. He, 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 didn't, he didn't hesitate for a second. I'm sure he would. I guarantee he take off. He would take off and outrun me for the sideline. Well, lucky you don't have to tap. Mike's probably right. Derek's got him. Give me Mike with a chaw and two cowboy killers in. He can give you one snap. Yes. I mean, I'm saying, man, like he's, we're five years into this thing with Rabel or we're getting ready to head into year five. And, uh, and there's still moments where I think, okay, he, he, he would, he would get out there for one, one play and maybe do some damage. But yeah, I think at this point, Derek's probably got him. 
Um, all right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Randy Bullock on the radio show tomorrow. Exciting announcements on A to Z Sports. Make sure you guys are all tuned in to the morning show. It'll be a good time. We did a new episode of the install with Greg Cosell. We talked about all the injuries that are going to affect contenders around training camp. And we, we're, specific, we're breaking down specific players that have played against the Titans and how the Titans have game planned for them. Today, we did how the Titans have game planned for Josh Allen in previous matchups given that that will be the Titans week two opponent. So uh, some really good football information on the podcast. Go check it out. It's called the install with Greg Cosell in your favorite podcast app. 10 a.m. The radio show. Actually, I'm going to think I'm going to be out there like really early tomorrow. In fact, let me check my email before I forget uh, just for my own planning purposes, what my day tomorrow is going to look like. Yes. Offensive and defensive assistant coaches is 835 a.m. That's trash. I don't want to. I don't want to be at work already by 8.35. That's terrible. But I do enjoy talking to the assistant coaches, and you typically learn a lot. So from 8.35 to 9.05 tomorrow, I'm going to be talking to assistant coaches. 9.30 is when practice starts. 10 o'clock, we'll be doing the radio show live from practice. They'll wrap up at 11.15. We'll have Randy Bullock at the table uh, at minimum, and then we will continue to cover the rest of practice. It'll be a great time. Have a great rest of your evening. Uh, like I said, I'll talk to you on the radio show or tomorrow night for one more time this week on A to Z Sports Primetime.